today's episode of The Enlightened Agent, we have Lanny Cathy, the CEO of X Dimensional Technologies on the show. Uh, Lanny and I talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion in the insurance industry, and in particular talking about opportunities for women to gain more equity in the leadership arena in the industry. So if that's of interest, stick around and enjoy. Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Enlightened Agent, the podcast that brings you conversations with top insurance professionals and industry leaders. My name is Jason Keck, and I'm joined today by Lainey Cathy, the CEO of X Dimensional Technologies. Lainey, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jason. Thanks for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Today's episode is part of our diversity, equity, and inclusion series, uh, where I've had a mix of uh, women, people of color, and white male leaders each talk about their career journeys and what it's been like for them to navigate uh, the complex dynamics of different social groups uh, in their career journey. And so, Lainey, my first question for you is, uh, as the CEO of an industry, industry-leading technology company, what is it like to be a female executive in a male-dominated industry and and also what was it like as a woman kind of getting to where you are now thank you jason you know it's interesting um i've been in the technology space for 40 years now and i was fortunate when i started out in the technology space dominated by men i actually worked for a company that way back then did embrace diversity and women in the workforce and that was ibm so having that foundation and then coming into the insurance industry where it really has been a male-dominated world, it was an interesting transition to take notice. So what I see and what my journey has been is one of positives, negatives, and inconsistencies. So in terms of you know the forward-looking positive that says we need diversity versus then implementing that diversity... I think it's been inconsistent. You know, it, it's interesting as you as you look at in, in the insurance industry, and I'll, I'll tell you a story about InsurTech ITC that it, that just happened, and it was very apparent as you I as I was setting up meetings with people that I had not yet met within the industry, and when you had to pick a location to meet and look for this person, it just became easier for me to plant myself at a designated location and say, I'm going to probably be the only woman in this designated area. So just look for me. And that made it apparent. In other cases, it's not so apparent. And I think that's that's been my journey so far. I'm curious. I, I you know, I've spent some time in large consulting companies in the past, and I think they actually are a pretty good environment. Uh, they, they do focus a lot on people and culture. And so I could imagine a, you know, I've never worked at IBM, but I would imagine they they take a strong interest in in getting that right. W- was there anything you noticed when you when you left that? You know, you said you came into the insure tech and the insurance space. What did you notice uh, either right away or as you got involved about the differences between the two environments? One, you know, being the only woman in the room, you know, when you come Hmm. from an environment that embraced it, that actually made some advances in that space. And I was used to having at least some other women in the room. And then I transitioned to a spot where many times only woman in the room. And at times I was conscious of it. And at other times I wasn't. And it depended on the audience that I was in the only woman in the room with. Sure. I'm trying to imagine what that's like when you're, you know, some people will sort of embrace it and try to um, stand out and try to uh, be kind of accentuate the fact that they're the only 
female in the room and others will um, maybe kind of lean back a little bit more and kind of observe? Did you have a particular approach that felt normal to you or what, how did you go about it? Um, it's called situational, <laughs> Okay, <laughs> you know, I, obviously, you know, for the, for those women that have read the Sheryl Sandberg book on lean in, you know, it's, mm. it's like, you know, encouraging women to, to lean in. And obviously through my journey, I became very good at reading a situation. So there were situations where I knew that I could be aggressive and do the lean in role but you have to be, you know, as a woman, I had to learn how to read the room. And, you know, yeah. again, in the end, if it was going to be a disadvantage for getting what needed to be done, I wasn't going to sacrifice what needed to be done by a style or a personal point that I needed to make. And that has right. always been my approach. When I hear you say that, right, it makes a ton of sense, right? You don't want to just blindly follow some pattern that because you want to stand up for for women or for being a person of color or for whatever principle you're standing on. Uh, and that's probably why you've been as successful as, as you have is that you've, you've been able to read the room. So kudos to you for that. Part of it true is, is I've always wanted to be recognized for the results and the results were gotten by, you know, happened to be a woman and, and that's, that's positive. Cool. I'm impressed. Uh, not surprised having gotten to know you for the the last few years that you've gotten to where you are. Um, I, I want to switch topics to talk a little bit about the kind of the industry in general. Um, anecdotally, and I haven't done the research on this, but my my sense is that gender diversity is actually pretty good in the insurance industry. There's quite a lot of women in the industry, but where you have the gap is at the leadership level, right? So when women are tend to be underrepresented at the leadership level. So if you were the only woman in the room, it sounds like you were you were coming in amongst a group of uh, a group of other leaders. Uh, what do you what are some things you think that either companies or the industry can do to help create more equity for for women specifically? Yeah, it's it it is interesting and and you're right on the insurance industry Jason when you look at it actually is well represented by women. I just read a report that said, you know, 60% of the total workforce in the insurance industry are women. Most of that, that the largest composition of that percentage are in clerical administrative roles and not in the leadership roles. And right. I think what needs to be done when you when you talk about creating equity, I consider creating opportunity. And, you know, a lot of that, I think, has been done. I think with the new generation coming on board that is more used to diversity and recognizes diversity, I think a lot of it is, is pretty standard. It's, it's communication, it's education, and it's integration. We are serving a diverse customer base within the insurance mm -hmm. industry. If yeah. that's not represented within our company, we are not going to make the right decisions. We're not going to have the right approach. And we're going to fail as a business within the insurance if we don't diversify our workforce to match our customer base. So I think that drives it. The younger generations help drive it. I think creating opportunity for women to be in those positions by mentoring. And the mentors don't have to be other women. I've had great mentors in my career that are actually forward-thinking men that have been great mentors that have given me the opportunity because they recognize that. 
So when I say mentorship, it, it's not only women mentoring women. I think some of the male leadership needs to step in and do that as well. So I think there's those are the things that I see that the industry can do. I think you're right about the next generation of employees and, and workforce being kind of more comfortable with diversity and hopefully sort of vying for those leadership roles uh, as much as or the women in that generation vying for them as much as as men would. I'm, I hope that it doesn't take you know another 20 years for that to happen, right? And I, I think mentorship is a it's certainly a powerful way to to kind of invite the the women in the industry to just seriously consider taking on more responsibility. I wonder if maybe they just haven't been haven't been encouraged, haven't been uh, they haven't been able to think of themselves in those roles. They haven't seen women in those roles, so maybe they haven't thought, "Hey, that's an opportunity for them." Yeah, I don't, I don't have a great answer other than you know, as a white male leader, you know, just making sure that whenever we're there are opportunities for uh, roles or leadership roles that we consider women, you know, equally uh, as as men, and that we try to keep our employee pool, you know, relatively kind of even in terms of male and female, because that way when opportunities open up, they're intern, you know, you're looking for internal hires, you've got just as many women as you do men. But the I feel like there needs to be awareness of this at a minimum, because you know, otherwise you get these sort of historical generational biases that prevent it from happening. And and when you create awareness around the gap, I think that's where you have an opportunity to break down some of those biases. It's not gonna happen immediately, but I, I, it's certainly going to make a difference. So. I, I totally agree. And when you, when you talk about the diversity, I think what also advances, you know, it's, it's done in, in steps. And I think we've, we have made great strides in the, in the gender diversity and some in the race diversity. I think the definition of diversity is something that needs to be, you know, focused on as well. Because yep. when we talk about diversity, it's diversity of all types. It's it's not only gender, it's not only race, it's culture, it's orientation. And it, it is the way that our world is living now. And we've got to be evolving with it as we go. 100%. Whether it's, I mean, we've even expect so we've looked at age, we've looked at gender, we've looked at race, we've looked at country of origin, you know, we're looking at kind of neurodiverse people as well and looking for opportunities for them in the workplace. That's an area that I think is, is not underrepresented, but it's under, people are under aware about the, the, the benefits and the opportunities for people in that category. And just thinking about what it means as a company to, or thinking about what diversity means for your company is, is an important step. And then taking stock of where you are and uh, how your people identify is, is, is another big step. So anything that you guys are doing specifically at, at X Dimensional that you can share? How do you guys approach uh, DE&I in general as a company? Well, having having my my leadership team represented by by women obviously is a huge step. And um, what was and I and I shouldn't say it was surprising to me, but I, we do get comments. You know, the Krista uh, Weaver who runs operations and is our, my president will will go into situations like you know we don't often find a company that's you know, the two main leaders of the company are women. So we actually have, you know, and and that was done by not intent, you know, intentional for the fact that who I wanted to do the job, not intentional, the fact that, you know, the, the gender aspect of it. 
Right. So what that does for us, though, is it does create an environment within the organization that knows that we are going to always be asking, are we embracing the right level of diversity to be a better company and better yeah. serve our customer base and have better decision-making capability because we have different points of view. And so we're very cognizant of looking at the age factor as well, because back to diversity, you need diversity in age, you need diversity in gender, diversity yeah. in race and culture. And so we're very, when we are looking at our hiring spectrum, we, we have that discussion continually. So, so, so hiring is, so putting people, I mean, what I'm hearing is ensuring that people in leadership are representative of his audience. And then when it comes to recruiting and hiring, making sure that the pools you look at and, and the people you hire are diverse as well. So exactly. You know, I think in terms of the, you know, we, we call it the new normal on, you know, since the COVID epidemic and the remote work environment, to some degree that has has helped us become more diverse because it gives people flexibility to work yeah. from home. And what that does is that embraces multiple cultures and, and even the women in the, in the, in the workforce that have children, that it makes life easier for them. So in some ways where it's hard and it was hard on the remote work environment, in some ways it's helped our endeavor in making sure that we're, we're reaching a diverse work group. Yeah. There's no question. We went on a hiring push this year and, you know, the opportunity to hire, in different locations, certainly expanded the the applicant pool and allowed us to uh, consider people from different backgrounds. So that was a big win for us, and I think will continue to be a big one to be able to you know whether it's whether it's women mothers who you know can now work more and or access jobs in other locations or people with different racial backgrounds who may not be located in in with as with as much volume where you're working. Like it's it's going to be a I think a win all around. So. Uh, I love coming to the office, but I get hybrid and there are days I certainly work from home and happy to do so. And I think I like, I definitely like the, the, the new culture that's, that's shaping up from this. So switch, switching gears a little bit to our audience. So, you know, as you think about some of our listeners out there uh, who might be either women or, you know, people from minority groups, any advice you have for them, either those in the industry or otherwise about how to approach their careers and, and, kind of lean into this opportunity that's been created over the last year or so with the racial, the recent social justice movement? Yeah, I think, um, you know, words that come to my mind is, you know, I think with the focus on diversity now, and it's a thing. I mean, when I started, it wasn't a thing. Right. And, and so take advantage of that and be fearless. And yeah. I, I think that's one that if I could talk to, you know, the Lanny of 25, 30 years ago, you know, be a little more fearless and trust in your capabilities more than you think you can trust in your capabilities because they are there and seek out the mentorship. That doesn't need to be someone that looks exactly like you um, or has had the same journey that you have had. I actually like mentors that have had a different journey than I have had. But again, back to that whole diversity needs to be embraced at all levels. And yep. if you aren't embracing diversity on how you're looking for opportunities and how you're who you're looking to to get advice from, I think that's one thing that that I would suggest to anybody in, in this endeavor. Yeah, I mean that 
you know, we, we go back to the, the thread about mentoring earlier, right? Why not have a mentor who comes from the same background as well as another who comes from a different background and, and kind of hear the way uh, they talk about career and opportunity. And I would even say like, you know, if you're a female or a person of color, like try to connect with a, one of these white male leaders and give them exposure to who you are and why, why you're great. And I think the generational bias can be broken down by, by opportunities like that. So I would even encourage people to help, help be the change and help drive the change that, that needs to happen. I come from a, a mixed background, white father, Arab mother. Uh, I've always had enjoyed multicultural work environments and I always find them to be just frankly, a lot more interesting than the more homogeneous environments. And I tend to feel more comfortable in at home and end up staying at those companies longer. So I'm excited about building a company like that here and looking forward to uh, seeing that continue as, as we grow. I, I definitely agree with that, Jason. It is It, it makes a better business. You, you do better all the way around financially because you're serving a diverse world. You are a diverse company. And you're right. I mean, we, we come and do this work every day. And if it isn't interesting, if you're not comfortable, I like to learn from the, multi, the, the, the additional cultures as well. And that's why I always say seek out a mentor that's not like you because yeah. you, never, you never know what you're going to learn. I'm always learning. And yeah. I think that's what's helpful. Good. Yeah, the, the continuous learning is, I think, crucial for anybody in a looking to grow their career. And I, I'm sort of addicted to it. I can't, I can't quite stop. So um, <laughs> that's what's been fun. Uh, so Lanny, uh, Enlightenment is uh, the Enlightened Agent, the title of the show. Uh, I always try to tie what we're doing back to that. So Enlightenment is defined as the state of having knowledge or understanding. And so uh, in an effort to enlighten our audience... What are some things that you know or understand about the opportunity for women or minorities in the industry um, You know, now that you've been in it for so long and doing so well? The opportunity is boundless. I mean, it is. there is awesome opportunity. And back to the point, it's just executing and taking advantage of it that fits in with your skill set, with what you want to do. And with what makes you comfortable and, you know, exploits your talents. So, and, and how you get there should be a factor of all of those things, you know, what, what you want to do, what you're capable of doing and what fulfills you as an individual and the contributions you can make to a, to a company. Yeah. I, uh, I love that message and I love the invitation for, you know, people who may have felt like there was an opportunity to be even anything more opportunistic today, right? When there's not just opportunity, but explicit opportunity, right? This industry is looking for female leaders, right? Clearly, as we've identified here, as well as, you know, people with different backgrounds, uh, race, ethnicity, and otherwise to be, to come to the industry and, and to be, you know, aspiring leaders and eventual leaders of the industry. So I, I look forward to meeting those people. I look forward to getting to know them. I look forward to working with them and I look forward to seeing the industry change. I, I hope that this show and our conversation will make an impact on at least one person and hopefully many. And um, I think the place will, the, the industry will be very different in the next five to 10 years. So thank you for coming on the show, for having this conversation with me, for sharing your story, your history, your insights. I've really enjoyed the conversation. Uh, really enjoyed having you and 
you know, want to want to invite you. If there's anything else you'd like to share with the audience, uh, you know, feel free. Now's the opportunity. So, no, Jason, thank you. I think what you're doing as a, as a business leader is important, and the way you're approaching it is exactly what we need. So, we will see the change, and it's just how fast we can see the change. So, thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Laddie. Thanks for being on the show, and I uh, look forward to seeing you soon. I do too. Thanks, Jason. Thanks, Jason.